tonight the time has come for deletion delete 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 the penguins don't want to go back to philadelphia the media doesn't want to go back to philadelphia the referees don't want to go back to philadelphia i bet even the flyers don't want to go back to philadelphia most of them would probably skip the flight back to philly if the flyers lost tonight and fly to their hometowns or a vacation destination or someplace that smells better, at least. Just eliminate these bums. You did it in 08 and 09, and it was glorious. But in 1989, the Penguins were up three games to two against Philadelphia and lost because they effed around. In 2000, they won the first two games at Philadelphia, and they lost the series because they effed around. Do not F around. Finish the job. Just delete, delete deletes I like 2008 and 2009 I didn't like 1989 or 2000 or 1997 or 2012 in fact 1989 1997 2000 and 2012 guess what you just made the list The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing, Cont on a name you can trust. Call 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. You know, I often get told that people don't like to call the show while they're driving because they think it's dangerous. And I understand that, but then again, if it's not worth dying for, it's not worth wanting to do. Uh, but if you'd like to ask questions on Twitter, which I don't often deign to do, but I'll take some questions via Twitter, you can tweet me at Mark Madden X. Game five tonight. Very exciting. Let's get it over with. Like Andrew just tweeted, you got to cut the head off the snake tonight. Uh, Andrew, I think the head has long since been cut off this particular snake. You just got to take what's thrashing around and stomp it into the ground. That's how I look at tonight's game. Let's talk to Ethan on the road. Ethan, you're on with the super genius. Hey, what's up, Big Sexy? How you doing today? What up, man? So, uh, just looking at, not to look ahead of here, but in the uh, the upcoming series, who would you rather play, the Caps or the Jackets? Well, there's a lot that can happen in that series between now and its end. And for that matter, the Penguins haven't won this series yet. But uh, I'd rather play the Blue Jackets. You'd have home ice. Uh, the Blue Jackets are weak down the middle. That's the determining factor for me. I think Washington, despite having been beat by the Penguins in the playoffs time and again, the Blue Jackets are weak down the middle. They've got a rookie as their number one center, Dubois. Uh, Wenberg, the number two center, has been hurt. I just don't think uh, they could handle Crosby, Malkin, Broussard, and Shea down the middle. Uh, I think that each team has a good goalkeeper. Holpe's really grabbed onto something since getting back in the blue paint for the Capitals. But if they played uh, Columbus, Bobrovsky's a guy who just doesn't seem to know what to do to play well against the Penguins. So my choice between those two teams would undoubtedly be Columbus, but uh, we'll see how that series goes. Thank you for the call, Ethan. Here's actually, you know, I often 
I often castigate the hoi polloi because you try to be funny when you're not. But Chris sent this tweet, and it says, Do you think Couturier feels as good as new? Get it? Good as new? And then Chris says, I'll see myself out. That's so bad it's good, Chris. Give yourself a round of applause, as you say, on your way out the door. Uh, Nick tweets, "Is are the past 10 years the golden age of the Penguins? And is winning or losing this year change that? Oh, no, I don't think you know winning or losing this year changes anything. I think the Penguins have had two golden eras, the Lemieux era and the Crosby era. The Lemieux era produced two cups and the greatest player of all time. This era so far has produced three cups and one of the top five players of all time. Those are two pretty good eras. Philadelphia has never had an era like that. Philadelphia had a couple years where they used organized gangland violence to cheat their way to a couple Stanley Cups that nobody takes seriously looking back. Now, you Penguin fans, you've had it pretty darn good. But that said, it can still get better. And we will see if it does. 412-333-9939. The Lemieux-Crosby comparison, since Crosby took over the franchise's all-time playoff scoring lead, I'm amused by them because that's what we do in this business. We compare players from across eras. But let's not forget, Sid has one more point in 45 more games. And that reflects certainly Lemieux, uh, the era he played in. But they're just both great players. Who here, Here's one thing that they both have in common. When the money's on the table, they were the best players of their eras. No question about that. That's the one parallel you can absolutely draw between Mario Lemieux and Sidney Crosby. When the game is on the line, in Lemieux's era, you wanted him out there. In Crosby's era right now, you want him out there. That's probably the best comparison I can make in terms of the players being equal. Or I guess we could talk about the Steelers' schedule. Oh, my God, all their division games are so early. What if Lev Bell's still stoned? You know, what, what, and again, it's the business I've chosen. Lev's going to show up, like, right before week one, if then. And people are going to be mad about that for like the last month leading into week one. Even though we did it last year, even though you know it's going to happen again this year. When the Steelers franchised Lev Bell last year, I don't know they had every right to be mad, but they had every right to be, what's the word I'm looking for? Annoyed to be by the way it played out. This year they know exactly how it's going to play out again, so they, nor you, have a right to be pissed. Let's go to Kevin in Westview. Kevin, you're on the Mark Madden Show. What up, man? What up, man? I'm just curious. Who, who do you want to see step up tonight? Who needs the big game to put these bums down? I can barely hear you, Kevin. Can you speak up before I tell you who needs to step Sorry up? Sorry about that. Who do you want to step up tonight? Who needs a big game, in your opinion? Why do you think someone has to step up when they've outscored Philadelphia 17-1 to in the three games they've won? Were you hoping for perhaps 20-1? to Because I am. The only thing wrong with beating Philadelphia 7 nothing is that it wasn't 8. Exactly. Yeah, I, you know, if, if Matt Murray plays a good first period, that'd be good. If Sid gets a goal, that'd be good. I mean, one thing we haven't seen a ton of in Pittsburgh is Crosby and Malkin. And we saw it in last year's playoffs, and it was uh, delightful. Crosby and Malkin both playing at a high, 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 highest level 
at the same time. And throw Latang into that mix because he's been terrific. Kessel's starting to get it going. Wow, the potential for fireworks are there every night, even in the playoffs. Let's go to Sean and Slippery Rock. Sean, ask Mark. Uh, you know, uh, you're all in the Mark Madden show. Hey, Mark. Um, we, you've been talking lately about uh, Mario Lemieux, number one, Sidney Crosby, number two. I would assume the Auger, number three. Who would round out the rest of your top? Yeah, it's family? cliche talk radio. See you later. Let's go to Jason in North Carolina. Jason, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, uh, I keep hearing people talk about how uh, this series is a dud because it's so lopsided, but, uh, you know, especially when it's getting for Flyers, uh, I love to see a lopsided game in the Penguins' favor. Uh, I just want to hear your comments on that, especially... Uh, oh, my God, are you kidding me? It reminds me of one time uh, years ago, Ohio State played Michigan in football, and that's always been uh, arguably the biggest rivalry in college football. And Michigan was blowing out Ohio State in the Bo Schembechler, Woody Hayes era, the two respective coaches, Schembechler coaching Michigan. And Michigan was ahead by 30 or 40 late in the game. And they scored a touchdown and went for two. And they asked Bo Schembechler, the Michigan coach, Coach, why'd you go for two? And he said, because they won't let you go for three. That's how I feel about playing the Flyers. If you win by seven, that's great. I would have rather won by eight. Let's go to Luke in the car. Luke, you're on with the super genius. What's up, Double M? What up, man? Hey, uh, the Crosley-Lemieux debate, I, I agree with everything with, with you're saying. It's hard to even uh, – I pick Lemieux, bottom line. But my question is regarding uh, Malkin. Uh, though, you know, top 100, he's not in there. He should be. Where would you rank him out of all, top, all the Russians? And if you take uh, Crosby's accomplishments – the difference is his Olympic accomplishments. If you put him on the, if you swap them, if you put him on the Russian team with the Russian players, does he does he get those gold medals? What if I put him on on Belarus? How do you think he would have done there, hey, bro? I'm not going to play the what if game regarding where somebody happened to be born. Uh, Sid was MVP in the World Cup and he scored the overtime goal to get one of his Olympic medals. So, uh, I mean, Sid's international record is is beyond reproach, but. Uh, Gino's a great player. He's just, I would put Gino ahead of Yager at this point for Penguins tenure. I think Gino's accomplished just as much, if not more, than Yager uh, during his time wearing the flightless bird. Let's go to Eric in Moon Township. Eric, you're on with Double M. Hey, how's it going, Mark? What up? Uh, so, you were making the comparison between Lemieux and Crosby, and I was wondering if you thought, like, it would be the same comparison across errors of uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. If I cared about basketball, I could answer your question. Thank you for the call, though. I, I mean, I think I think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, but i got to tell you, I have barely considered that. And if I'm wrong, I don't care. And if you ask me to explain why, I wouldn't want to waste my time. Hell, I've talked about it too much already. Let's go to Dan and New Ken. Dan, you're on with Mark. Hey, hey Mark. Um you know, the, uh, the Flyers swept, I'm sorry, the Pens swept the Flyers during the regular season. And some of the games are pretty tough. You know, there's some overtime games. So that leads me to believe, is part of the problem right now with the Flyers, other than, you know, their injury to uh, Couture? Is, is the Flyers the just problem? aren't very good, bro. I hate to analyze beyond that. Uh, the one thing where the Flyers can be very disappointed is that offensively they're not getting anything done. 
The Penguins scored five goals in each of the four regular season games against Philadelphia, but the Flyers kept some games close, and I know the last one went to overtime because they scored goals too. That's the difference. The Penguins are playing the same offensively as they did during the regular season against Philadelphia, but the but the uh, Flyers aren't playing as well offensively, and the Penguins are playing a lot better defensively. Let's go to Pete in the car. Pete, real quick, you're on with Double M. Who do you think top three centers Penguins all time? What's this, like trivia train? The, the Penguins' top three centers all time? You can't answer that question by yourself? I'd say it's Ron Schock, Sillaps, and some other guy. Uh, it's obviously Lemieux, Crosby, and Malkin. I mean, what do you, you need that answered by me. Oi. Now it's time to ask Mark anything. 412. I, re, I couldn't come up with a third name. Sil Apsron Shock. I could have said Pierre LaRouche, but I think he. Well, actually, Sil Apps is on in, in the top 10 centers list, too, along with Pierre, so whatever. Time now to ask Mark anything. 412 333 WXDX. We have hockey talk from 530 till 6, but right now, ask Mark anything. 412 333 WXDX. And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Let's face it, you've always been in love with me, and this is just your moment of clarity. I don't think so. Oh, I know so. The X at 105.9. It's time to Ask Mark Anything, brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chop house, so check out Chapino in the strip. Let's go to Dave in Fox Chapel. Dave, Ask Mark Anything. Hey, Mark, I finally got around to watching the Andre the Giant documentary, and uh, I'm too young to really remember his career. And the biggest takeaway I got from it was that I didn't realize he didn't turn heel until that Hogan match in WrestleMania, and it really uh, seemed to weigh on him for the rest of his life. I mean, that, No, that turn, turning heel didn't weigh on Andre at all, not even a little bit. If that, uh, if that was the message of the documentary, I certainly didn't perceive it, and I would disagree with it if it were. Andre worked his entire career in Japan heel. So it wasn't he was this good-hearted guy who was depressed by playing a heel. He had done it before. By the time Andre had the Hogan match, he shouldn't have been in the ring. He was he was crippled by his acromegaly, and that was the cause of his problems in later life. Let's go to Steve in the car. Steve, ask Mark anything. Hi, Mark. Uh, so Michael Ehrman, Trout, or Furio Junta, who do you go with uh, to have in your crew? Uh, you mean as like my organized crime sidekick? Uh, yeah. I, on the big operation, you want Furio. Furio's younger, better point A to point B, more pure power. But if I kept it tight and small, I'd want Ermintrot. Uh, craftier, a true veteran, and uh, definitely a dead-eyed killer. Furio wanted to bang the boss's wife. Ermintrot wouldn't want to do that. He's smarter than that. Let's go to Jim on the parkway. Jim, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. Uh, it's a hockey question. I'm just curious about why the Pens never thought about putting Kessel with Crosby. It's always second or third line with Kessel, but Crosby and Kessel seem like a perfect fit. Crosby and Kessel are both very demanding, and I think they'd be at each other's throats. That's my theory. In terms of hockey, I think it would work. I, I, I don't think those personalities would work together playing five-on-five, five, playing shift-in, shift-out. Is that a good enough reason to not do it? Not really. But uh, I think Gino and, and Phil work fine together. And I think, Phil, I think Phil's played great no matter who he's played with. The, the irony of what you're saying is 
I thought Phil was brought in here specifically to play with Sid. And five on five almost never has. Let's go to Lou in Turtle Creek. Lou, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. I'm curious to know if you're considering buying one of Ric Flair's new uh, Mr. Custom-Made Suits uh, line. I, I, I go to... Uh, to Chicho Taylor's and Butler, buddy. I got my own people doing my suits. I'm custom made from head to toe, custom made, and I just can't help it. So, in other words, no. Let's go to Connor in the car. Connor, you're on with the super genius. Ask Mark anything. Hey, um, just a quick question. Uh, which would you rather choose to fight off one duck sized or horse sized duck? I'd or choose to hang up on you right now. Let's go to Mike and Loyal Hannah. Mike. Ask Mark anything. Uh, hi, Mark. Uh, favorite film, Goodfellas, Casino, or Donnie Brasco? Donnie Brasco's third among those three. I'd give Goodfellas the nod over Casino because Casino's too long. That's the only bad thing about Casino. It's too long. But I would put it even with Goodfellas otherwise, but given the length, and I think Goodfellas has a slightly better story. Thank you for the call. Uh, let's go real quick to Aaron in Route 28. Aaron, ask Mark anything. Hi, Mark. How are you? Good. I was just wondering, I'm a school teacher, and my kids are doing sort of debates. And I was wondering, do you think professional athletes have a moral obligation um, with how they act to the children that are their fans? No, not at all. Not at all. It's the parents' job to raise the kids, not the athletes. If, if kids look up to the wrong people, that's a failing by the parents. Thank you for the call. Now it's time for Hockey Talk and Hockey Talk only. If you want to call, go ahead, 412-333-WXDX. But we want to talk about hockey only because it's the Hockey Night Show up next on 105.9. Live from the Edgar Snyder and Associates Studios, this is the X. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. So, uh, what's happening? He's a little guy. Huh? What? I'd love to get the balls to say what you want to say. Very good point. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. Time now for the Hockey Night Show. Brought to you by the law firm of Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Got a bunch of calls, and then we got Jason Mackey from the Post-Gazette. Right now, let's go to Dave in Indiana. Dave, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Hey, how's it going, Mark? Good, Dave. What up? Hey, just, uh, I, I don't mean to belabor the, the whole uh, trivia night, but I, the question about top three Penguin centers, I was just curious to understand why you didn't include Ron Francis. Because Mario Lemieux, Sidney Crosby, and Evgeny Malkin are all better players than Ron Francis. Where do you think Malkin will finish in NHL all-time points? Do you think he'll be better than five? I don't think he'll stick around as long as Ron Francis. And I don't think he'll have benefit of playing in a free-scoring era as Ron Francis did early in his career. Uh, I'm not diminishing Ron Francis. I'm just, uh, I'm absolutely positive Evgeny Malkin's a better player than Ron Francis. And I say that being a fan of and with a lot of respect for Ron Francis. Let's go to Bill in West Deer. Bill, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Hey, Double M. Uh, hey, I'm on my way heading down to PPGs right now. I just want to talk a little bit about Matt Murray being an absolute wall these past, uh, past four games. You know, Trump wants to put that wall down on the border. Why don't they just send Matt Murray down there? He won't nothing gets by him this time of year. Yeah, you thought you'd be funny. You weren't. But Matt Murray's playing great. Thank you for the call, Bill. And, uh, again, he's only allowed one first-period goal. Not all playoff games are decided in the first period. 
but a tone is set in the first period. And often that tone, yeah, it does decide the game, particularly if that tone is accompanied by goals. I look back to game three of the series. Flyers had won game two at Pittsburgh convincingly. Series goes to Philadelphia. They come out on fire, the Flyers do, at the start of the game. Murray stops everything, withstands several flurries, no pun intended. Crosby scores that wraparound, and the game totally turns. If Murray doesn't stonewall the Flyers early in the going of game three, who knows where the series is at now? I think the Penguins would still win the series, but it might well be 2-2. And then in a best of three, well, the better team doesn't always win. Let's go to Tim in the yard. Tim, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Yeah, Mark, with the, the success of the, the power play this year and the lack of consistency the last few years, does that reflect upon Rick Tockett or what? I mean, I like Tockett as a player and a coach, but why is, what's the difference this year? The same cast of characters, yet... The power play was great last year. What are you talking about? No, into the playoffs, they, they struggled a little bit on the power play. They weren't number well, one. I mean, that's a small play. sample. I mean, what, you want to blame Rick Tockett because the power play is better this year? Goodbye. Goodbye. I, I mean, seriously, what a, I hope that guy's yard opens up and swallows him whole and he's never heard from again. The, the Penguins won the Cup last year, and they're up three games to one against their most hated rival this year, and this jackass calls up and says, well, the power play's better this year than last year. Who can we blame? Who can we point a finger at? You, Tim, because your life sucks and your yard sucks, and I bet your wife and kids suck, and if your dog was here, I'd kick him. Let's go to Ryan in Washington, D.C. Ryan, you're on the hockey show. Hey, Mark. What up? I was, I was hoping uh, you could elaborate on Bassard's role and if you think he is as effective or um, replaced Benino well and is as good. I think Bassard's a better hockey player than Nick Benino. Whether or not you know he performs in the playoffs like Benino did, especially last uh, two years ago in 16, uh, has yet to play out. But I think Derek Broussard's a better hockey player than Nick Benino. If you offer just about every GM and coach in the league a choice between uh, Benino and Broussard, each coach would pick Derek Broussard. Uh, real quick, let's go to Sam and Cole Center. Sam, you got about 10 seconds. Hey, Super G, we all know the Pens are the best, but how about the referees this year? How are they doing? <laughs> Thank you for the call. I don't think refereeing will have anything to do with tonight's outcome. And, in fact, I think the refereeing has been uh, delightful in this series so far. In just a little bit, we're going to talk more hockey with Jason Mackey, the Post-Gazette. I am live at Buford's on Fifth Avenue. It's the Hockey Night Show on 105.9.